0: Welcome to a very special Sam Bids Live 2023 celebration and giveaway. And I'm so excited to be hanging out with you guys today. As many of you know, we have a very special episode. Um, We're going to make it uh, a lot of fun and we'll be giving away some cool prizes. And it's still going to be a Sam Bids Live episode. We'll talk more about it, Um, but thanks for being here. Uh, Today's episode will be the final episode of 2023. And so that's why we are ending it with a bang. We're celebrating 50 episodes of Sam Bids Live. Technically, today is episode 52. We are celebrating the LMM book. It's something that I'm extremely proud of. And um, we'll be giving some of those away today and a whole lot more, actually. Um, we're celebrating 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. We literally just passed that milestone about a week ago. So all these things are like coming to a head, all amazing reasons to have a big blowout celebration. Um, and we're celebrating having an amazing year in 2023. My year was turbulent, but we're ending it on a high note. And, um, you know, every year is different <laughs> Like I said, every bit is different. So many things are, are always different, but celebrating the year, uh, for all of the, um, all the lessons that it taught me and then all of the great things that it, it had to bring as well. Now, also don't forget that this week is the last week of the early bird registration for our winter 2024 semester for our Legal Middleman Method class taught live for seven weeks by yours truly starting in mid-January, so just next month. In this class, you will learn how to middleman government contracts legally, even if you're brand new to government contracting, have no past performance, but you want to work with subcontractors to fulfill the requirements legally while you manage the project. If you want to learn this, you can save $500 on class tuition and get the swag bag free bonus, which I will be showing you today. I've got it sitting here right next to me. I'm very excited to show you that by registering by this Friday. By this Friday, the early bird registration ends, and then the price will be going up. You can visit LegalMiddleman.com to get all the early bird registration perks. Okay. So today, guys, we will be reviewing five small business solicitations that I pulled up on Sam that we will be jumping into in just a second. But if you are new here and you don't want to miss future Sam Bids live episodes, make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so you can ask your questions live on future streams. And if you are on live with us right now, let me know which state you are representing today. If this is your first time being on live, let me know. This is also your first time. And also let me know if you are excited about the giveaway. And it's gonna be a, a, a great one. Um, we have more than a dozen winners that will be coming out of today. I think 14 is the uh, what the grand uh, tally is gonna be. So now I'm going to give you a sneak peek of the bids we're gonna be covering today on this special episode. And then I'm going to explain how to enter the giveaway. So you haven't missed it. You've, if you're on right now, if you're on live, you have not missed anything. I'm gonna give you a sneak peek and then I'm gonna show you how to enter the giveaway. And then you'll have about 10 minutes or so to enter the giveaway. While you do that, I'm going to go over our first bid review on Sam. And then when we finish that, we're gonna start spinning the wheel and I'll show you that. You'll be able to access the wheel and watch it yourself live in real time. And depending on how many people we have on with us, um, well, we'll just, we'll just kind of see. I might have to upgrade the wheel if we have, Uh, too many. So that's what our plan of action is going to be today. Everybody in the chat just absolutely killing it, blowing up the chat. I I can't possibly get to everybody, but uh, hello guys. I need to keep things on track for today. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and do our sneak peeks for our five bids. And then I will uh, get you started with the giveaway entry. Okay. So bid number one that we'll be reviewing today, is fire suppression system inspection services. Bid number two, uh, tree and vegetation removal. Bid number three, janitorial services for Indiana Project Office in Grissom. This looks like it's with uh USACE, the Army Corps. Bid number four, court reporting, and uh, stenotype services. And then bid number five, we have food waste services at Hawaii Commissaries. Okay. So those are the bids that we're going to be reviewing today. And hello, hello, everybody. I'm not going to go through and and do individual hellos to everybody just for the sake of uh, time and getting the giveaway going uh, kicked off today. But uh, you're absolutely fire in the chat, guys. So now, here's what's going to happen with the giveaway. So you want to pay attention. Right now, I'm going to post the link in the chat. And if our admin can also pin that link, that link is going to be, you just click on it, and that's going to be how you enter the giveaway. So um, YouTube, Facebook, you'll be able to see the link. LinkedIn, I'm going to attempt to put it on for you, but I don't know if I have. Yes, I do, okay. So guys, I just put the link out there. Everybody should have the link, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. We do have Twitter, but um, people don't really use Twitter <laughs> for this. So you should have the link. Click on that link. And what's going to happen is it's going to ask you for first and last name. That's how we're going to identify you. And then just an email. And the email is so we can contact the winners afterwards. Uh, there's only one entry per person. Only one entry is going to be counted. And then when you do that, it's going to add you to our wheel. So I'll go ahead and also uh, give you a sneak peek of what our wheel looks like. So here is the wheel, guys. All right, so soon I will be able to update the wheel and all your entries will be able to be added. looks like you guys are already adding with 29, 30 live. Just blowing up the wheel, actually. It's incredible. Um, The link was just posted and it should be... We'll pin it, Um, we'll have admin pin it, but uh, the link says enter giveaway here. Just check the comments. Okay. You have to check the comments. If you're on YouTube, especially Um, looks like most people were able to access it. Um, yeah. Okay. Perfect. You guys amazing job. So do that in the meantime, and then while everybody's still continuing to do that, we'll just give it a bit more time. We're going to do today's uh, first bid review, and then we're going to spin the wheel. Okay. And I'll talk more about the prizes, what we're spinning for, and uh, we'll start issuing winners. Okay, so bid number one, fire suppression system inspection services. Guys, say a little prayer to like the tech gods, okay, because we've got a lot of technology hooked up for this thing. So uh, hopefully everything goes off without a without a hitch. Again, fire suppression system inspection services, uh, DOG, DOJ, Department of Justice, This bid is due December 22nd, small business set aside, 561621 Security System Services. The awarded contract still consists of a one-year base period with four 12-month option years. And guys, feel free to uh, share the link um, if you want to as well in the chat in case anybody can't uh, see it in terms of attachments we have instruction to offers we have the rfq statement of work wage determinations and then criminal history check forms so i think we can go ahead and actually get started interestingly enough with an instruction to offerers form like so guys we don't we don't always see this but they've actually broken out a separate document called instruction to offerers we typically will search for sections l and m Uh, Instruction offers evaluation factors inside a solicitation itself towards the back, towards the end. In this instance, it's its own living, breathing document. So it says, Dear Quoter, attached as a solicitation package prepared by the Federal Bureau of Prisons for the fire suppression system. I'm kind of just speeding it up here. They are saying there's a pre-bid site visit December 12th, so uh, next week. There will be background checks required. Pre-bid questions, any questions must be submitted by December 15th. So actually not a, in terms of instruction to offerers, this entire thing is about the site visit. Pre-bid meeting, pre-bid questions. So we have to kind of see what else we have to work with here. We do have the RFQ, luckily. And so maybe some of our questions will be answered there. It looks like contracting was nice enough to highlight if you don't know how to fill out SF1449 form. Um, These are all the same sections that I say, but they've literally highlighted it on their part. So the box 17, schedule of items, and then you print date and sign. Okay. Pretty straightforward stuff. But sometimes nice to see how you know it's always a little bit different. We're hit with our pricing table in this instance a schedule of supplies and services, and they're breaking that down. What it looks like by base, uh, base and option year period. So we see base option year one, two, three, four, and then what's happening here? Yes, so we have fire suppression system inspection. So here they are, there's something, there's multiple tasks here, but the way that they're breaking this down, they just went straight into it. Base period, option year one, two, three, four. And then it appears to start over with base period once again, option year one, two, three, four. Then it starts over again. And it looks like this is the, You know, it's a little hard to see, but this is the differentiating, Thing so annual fire alarm inspection. So this is annual inspection base plus four. Then we have semi-annual vent hood inspection, and that appears to be the the difference. For base and option years, so we could read more in the statement of work to understand more about the specific tasks and duties. But we're learning a little bit from the pricing table, and as you see there, some you know sometimes you have to really kind of reread things because we've seen a lot, especially you know on the show where it's just you know base option years, and and then if they break out different tasks, they'll break out different tasks um, clearly by the by the different types of cleanse. But here, even with the CLIN numbering, you know, for example, instead of going 001, 002, 003, 0, 0, 1001, 2001, right? Uh, they just kept them all with the with the zeros. So things that you have to pay attention for, to rather, and, and then essentially ask any questions for anything that still doesn't make sense after that. So I'm looking for instruction to offers. Here is the addendum that they're saying. Because they didn't really give us much other than that site visit information on the first attachment that we looked at. I'm also keeping an eye open for evaluation factors, but I'm just seeing uh, reps, inserts, and clauses for the most part. So it is possible that this is driven by price. I'm going to go ahead and just refresh myself here. They did name the document an RFQ, and that's also an indication that it is primarily quote based. But we're just not seeing any sort of true instructions or evaluation factors to consider in our response to this, other than our pricing uh, schedule, supplies, and services that they've provided to us is the primary driver for this. I do want to take a sneak peek. We do have the statement of work attached separately. Um, and that's really the only other attachment that I'm interested in looking at. Statement of work. Perhaps we'll get some additional information here as it relates to what we we're just looking at. So we do have the base and option year periods. So 2024 through 2028. Medium security. So what we could do is we could compare we could compare this to those pricing cleans, because these are medium security, institutional semi-annual suppression system maintenance. Backing up a second, contractor will be responsible for semi-annual fire suppression for each of these, which are annual inspections in April and October of each year. And then they're breaking it down through here. So what we could, and I would be interested in going through for this one with a fine tooth comb is going through all these item numbers, the cleanse and comparing those, right? So just counting these numbers, we have 20 and over here we have, looks like we have 19. So maybe there's one short or maybe there's a miscount or something, but it is highly likely that these individuals things here are lining up with these individual line items here. Okay. It's not overly clear that that's the case. Uh, we have 19 here per count, unless there was a miscount. And then we have 20 here. So a bit of a coincidence. So I would be spending my time there to triple check to see if we can make sense. Might have to ask questions to contracting for clarification purposes. But again, it does look like pricing in that table is going to be the primary driver for this fire suppression system inspection services. And the reason I pulled this, guys, as a last note, is... Um, This is a type of contract where the government is buying a lot of this, like there's established proof of concept um, like fire alarm monitoring services, fire suppression system uh, inspections, right? These annual inspections because many government facilities, right? So this is more like a base ops type contract. Those of you who pay attention to our umbrella category, our umbrella strategy and approach to government contracting, we want to take these, services that have proof of concept that when we know the government is buying a lot of, right? That fit under an umbrella that makes sense. Not necessarily an umbrella from the commercial space, but something unique to the GovCon space. That's why I pull on this example. And, and most of the bids that we, we pull, I pull on those intentionally for that reason. I don't read those ahead of time, but I look to see mentally, because I've seen so many of these, are these an umbrella? that would fit under nicely that i can show these guys and gals on the show to start showing you opportunities say where if you're not self-performing the work and you're working with a teaming partner that you will be able to find a subcontractor for this that it's not going to necessarily be an overly competitive type of service to go into um, and you will be able to find local companies to partner with so that you're not having to you know say um, pay over amounts of per diem and travel things like that so that you're empowered to go after bids all over the country with all those categories that I just just named. Those are the type of bids that I kind of mentally filter through and um, try to highlight. And that's what I'm showing about that one, but again, about most of the bid opportunities that we look at. So guys and gals, are you ready to start the giveaway? I promise we would do our first bid review and then that would give you time to enter the giveaway. So hopefully there are Everybody who's wanting to participate in the giveaway hopefully has had a chance to do so. It looks like there's 52 entries that I can see. I'm going to do a quick refresh to make sure, but it looks like we're good to go on that. I'm just looking here just make sure I'm going to show you the wheel in just a second, but the number went down so I wanted to make sure that <laughs> I don't know who's putting like se- selecting sad faces on the wheel. Um, I that's I think that's hilarious. Um, you can see down here we've got 57 likes, 62 hearts, three laughs, three wows, <laughs> five sad faces. I don't know what the, the sad faces are for. Um, so, we're going to go ahead and spin the wheel. So, what's going on is we're going to give away, right now, we're going to give away three books. Okay. And then we're going to start to add in a new item. Okay. So, for the first book winner. For the first book winner, one, two, We have Richardson. Congratulations to Florence Richardson. Now I you guys can see because there's no double dipping here. So I'm going to remove remove the entry, but Florence Richardson, congratulations. You have been the first winner for the book. We have two more that we're going to do right now for the book. So I'm going to keep spinning. <laughs> and the giveaway link is in, in the comments. Will Taft, congratulations to Will Taft. You are the second book winner. Congratulations to you. And I'll talk about the book in just a second. We'll do one more and then I'll give a little bit more context to the book as well. I'm gonna update the wheel before we spin again in case anybody just entered so that you can be considered for the entry as well. If you just entered, I just added you. So don't worry about that. Spin. Okay. We have Kelzona Hall is the third winner for the book. Congratulations to you Kelzona Hall. And we will update the wheel for the next time. But we're going to... I'm going to talk about the book for just a second. And then we're going to move on to our next bid. And then we've got a lot more to give away. And things are only going to get more exciting and more fun and more uh, more giveaways. So don't you uh, worry about that. So for the book, um, I have the bulk orders literally on their way right now. And I didn't want to have the giveaway until those were on the way. So that's why we decided to do this giveaway now because the book is 100% finished. Everything's totally done with it. um, And now the books are on their way here. So I'm planning to ship out the books, those who win the book, and then um, also those who are like getting the swag bag who joined, for example, our our live semester class next month. Everything is gonna ship out at the beginning or the first one to two weeks of January. So only a few weeks out um, because I, I wanted to avoid uh, things getting like lost in the mail and all the craziness with the Christmas and holiday season, right? If the books get here significantly faster, I will consider pushing them out this month, especially, for example, if I think I could get them out around Christmas time, I will do that, but I don't want to make any promises and I'm not setting that as the default. So just just know that the books will be going out like very beginning of January, um, unless something major changes. So that is what I need you to know about the books. Okay. So let's go ahead and look at the next uh, bid review and congratulations to our first three winners. And if you haven't entered yet, there's still plenty of time. Just enter at the link in the description, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, or LinkedIn. Bid number two is for tree and vegetation removal. Okay, guys, I got. you're saying I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous, okay? I'm just waiting for something to break here. I'm waiting for the wheel to not spin or I'm waiting for like my internet to disconnect. I'm so nervous. You don't have to be nervous. Um, (laughs) This one is due December, uh, updated December 11th, small business set aside, 561-730 landscaping services, Um, place performances, Dover Air Force Base. In terms of attachments, we have Solicitation doc, we have a statement of work. This is a map, we have a task order sheet, past performance information, a bid schedule, wage determination, evaluation factors, PPQs for the past performance questionnaire. Um, instruction offers sheet once again, we have one, two amendments it looks like, and then a and doc as well, which will probably be tied to one of the amendments. So quite a few attachments here. I'm not going to go through all of them, but we will go through them as we typically would. Um, so we have our SF 1449 form, 46-page solicitation doc. Again, just a reminder: this is tree and vegetation removal. We are immediately hit with a supplier services schedule, and yes, you can see here it goes base to option year one, two, three. So base plus three. The unit is lot meaning essentially one price, provide all management tools, supplies, equipment, and labor necessary to ensure ground vegetation, tree clearing, topping operations, fencing vegetation is removed from the locations identified at Dover Air Force Base. And this is just a repeat, again, for kind of like one job, one lot for base plus three, so four years. We do have, well, we thought we had, (laughs) we thought we had a statement of work. Believe that's attached separately, however. Timothy Prentice, point of contact. Um, Sometimes we have this, sometimes we don't for our uh, essentially our delivery schedule here, Um, would likely be the core on this contract. So not likely the person who's in contracting. I didn't check, uh, Mariah and Brittany, Timothy Prentice is likely going to be the person who's boots on ground as the core for this, who you would be scheduling with, coordinating with, he would be getting you on base, uh, all that sort of good stuff, but you wouldn't really be doing much with him except for potentially a site visit until the contract was awarded to you. And because we have so many uh, attachments broken out separately, We are probably not going to do too much more with this particular document. We do see about, yeah, everything is referencing an attachment. So it's better that we just refer to the attachments. We do have a statement of work. Um, we'll see, I guess we can just take a sneak peek at it to see if anything that's going to be narrowly defined is jumping out to us. Maybe would, you know, provide more insight to our pricing cleanse since it's just one lot per year, they're just wanting an everything price. Background checks, OPSEC, hazmat. Yep. So nothing too terribly exciting there. We do have a map. I don't expect anything. Yeah, not really too big of a deal there. Vegetation removal task order. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, Justin. I don't think it's too early to say Merry Christmas. I'm wearing wearing a Santa hat. So I... uh, I'm all about it. So here we're seeing um, said the said vegetation removal task order, but it's saying PWS <laughs> will will yes you won, yes you you won my man you won. We're seeing the Clin here, but it's I need more information on this. This is this is a task order, so they're calling this a task order. I'm curious. I mean, this is didn't appear to be like a a BPA or anything like that. So I'm going to jump over to the bid schedule to hopefully get some more information on this one. So base one, two, three. So our four years are accounted for. So here they're saying remove trees, vegetation, small to medium for one acre. And they want the price for that. For the remove vegetation, eight feet. They're saying a hundred linear feet. Remove uh, trees of certain sizes, small, medium, large, and then tree toppings. And then that's going to repeat for th- three option years. So nothing really too exciting there either. Valuation factors. The offer's response. So this is actually helping us with our proposal. Probably the first time, uh, first bid so far today, where we're getting more helpful information. The government will first rank proposals according to the offers pricing for the task order from lowest to highest. If the lowest price is rated to have substantial confidence, present past performance confidence assessment, that offer offer represents the best value for the government and the evaluation process stops at that point. So if the lowest price has substantial confidence, they will be done. However, if the lowest price is not really rated to have substantial confidence, the evaluation will continue until an acceptable offer is rated to have substantial confidence. So they're starting at the bottom and they're working their way up. And this is their way, this is the government's way of uh, quote unquote, achieving the best value for the government. Again, best value of the government here. The offer's response to the solicitation shall consist of two separate parts part 1 price part 2 past performance and that's what we're we're seeing here is they're comparing they're starting with the lowest price and then they're going to look at your past performance if they have substantial confidence with your past performance and you have the lowest price winner winner chicken dinner okay if not then they're going to go up to the next highest price and then they're going to look at that past performance and if that one has substantial confidence winner winner chicken dinner if not they're going to keep going up in price up in price until they find the offer that has substantial confidence with the past performance and then that will be how they decide the winner. And that's why they're saying in your proposal, we want price and passive performance. Makes sense? Makes sense. They'll go ahead and detail out more about the price, including re- price reasonableness and unbalanced pricing and a total calculation of the TEP, total evaluated price, so that you know how the price is going to be um, surmised and looked at. And then for passive performance, The two R's, what do we always say? Recency and relevancy. We're seeing recency here. We're seeing relevancy here. Guys, I have not even looked at this bid before. It's just, I'm showing this to you because I know a lot of you guys watch this again and again and again. Hopefully some of you are getting to this point to where when I say things like the two R's of past performance, what are they? Recency and what? Before I even go to the next page and then we do, boom, it's right there, relevancy. It's just from reading so many of these things you're not gonna. You're not gonna hold on to everything. Like not every piece of spaghetti is gonna stick to the wall. But those that you see time and time and time again that are sticking every single time, those are the ones to hold on to. And hopefully for a lot of you, that's making its way t- into your, to your, <laughs> into your psyche, into your conscious, maybe to your subconscious, of intuitively navigating and feeling your way through these contracts, um, only to empower you in your skill of reading. Right, you got to learn how to walk before you run. And to empower your ability to make um, informed bid, no bid decisions so that you can make the best use of your time as a small business owner. It's you. It's you and a spouse. It's you, a partner. It's you and a colleague. I know you guys do not have big teams. You're not delegating. So you got to use the 24 hours in a day that you have to maximize in a way that maximizes your ROI, the return on your investment of looking at these things, spending your time. Um, and if you're responding to those and you're calling subs and you're putting proposals together and you're calculating pricing the best ROI for all of that stuff. Okay. That's what we're here t- trying to teach you on the channel. And I know for a lot of you, it helps. And, and if, if you're new, I promise you, if you keep watching and you stick with it, um, you're just, you're going to become fluent. You know, I took a, I took Spanish. I took three Spanish classes in high school and I learned, you know, a very primitive amount in way of talking and speaking Spanish. But as they say, what's the real way to pick up a language, right? It's to immerse yourself, right? It's like go to to Mexico, go to Spain, go to whatever language and associated country that you're trying to learn and immerse yourself in it. So that you can pick up the dialects and the mannerisms and all these additional things that you just are not going to pick up from a textbook, right? That's kind of what we're putting in an incubator here on the show. Where we're taking you to Mexico, we're taking you to Spain, we're taking you to wherever you want to go, Greece, right? But it's sandbeds live. It's learning how to speak, learning how to listen, learning how to how to read, learning how to search, learning how to apply that to writing. Who's ready for another giveaway? I think we're good for another giveaway here. Let's go guys and and smash the like button, subscribe to the channel. If you're having fun, let's just have some fun. Again, this is our last episode of the year, which is only a few more weeks, but uh, that's why we're going out for, going out with a bang rather. Let's go, guys. We've got the wheel fully primed and loaded here. looks like we have 59 entries as of late. So we did three books. So now we're going to do three more, and I'm going to tell you what they're going to be. So the next winner will win a voucher. This voucher, you have to see me for a second. The voucher is, now this is a new price. So the voucher is, it's a $500 voucher towards the course or the class, plus the book. Okay, so everything we give away is gonna be a book or plus a book. So next winner is going to be a voucher plus a book. And again, the voucher is $500 off of a course or the class. Okay, Um, And that includes, uh, for example, our early bird. You can stack that with our early bird discount right now. Um, So you can get everything for dirt cheap. Whoever's gonna win this voucher, you're gonna be able to get an extremely good deal. Um, And for example, if you use it towards the course, So you, you know, the course is a thousand bucks. You get five hundred dollars off the course with this voucher, five hundred dollars. You can roll that over into the class if you're wanting to. Right now, there's a five hundred dollar discount for the early bird special, and you're applying thousand dollar credit for the the course. So like numbers are crazy, right? Like you're saving literally so much money with the voucher, which is why we wanted to do that so that we can give you the option whether you want to do the course or the class. You have the option. We're not going to dictate what you use it for. Um, And then also you're getting the book, okay? So let's go ahead and spin the wheel for our first voucher of the day. So congratulations, Stephen McGillivray. I think I said that correctly, Stephen McGillivray, congratulations, you have won our voucher prize. So $500 towards course or class, and you're getting the book. And let me remove you from the entries. We have noted your uh, your win. And what's going to happen for all the winners? No, it's not too late, guys. Um, the link to enter, we still have like a whole episode of giveaways. We're doing 14, and this was number four. So we're just getting started with giveaways. Just find the link down below. It's there what's going to happen for, for all winners, okay? Over the next 24 hours, you are going to receive an email from us and it will be from support at GovKid Method. okay? And I'm not going to have you guys email me because I'll be chaos and there'll be people trying to like email us saying they won when they didn't. We're not doing that, okay? So only the winners, that's why I have your email as part of your entry, will receive an email from us within the next 24 hours. If we're shipping you something, for example, the book, We will be um, confirming an address from you to send that out. Like I said, that'll be at the beginning of the January, uh, beginning of January when we send out the book. Okay. So for the more of the online stuff, what we're going to be doing. Oh, what we're going to be doing is having, did everybody see Steven? Did, Did we, yeah, congrats, Steven. I think everybody saw. So so Sarah, you yeah, you don't spin the wheel. I I see the wheel. Got it. Sorry, but Stephen, okay, I thought I saw it. I, th- I thought I showed it for you guys. I guess not. Stephen was the winner. Okay, Stephen McGillivray. But what I was saying was within the next 24 hours, you'll get an email from us. If we're shipping you something, we're gonna confirm address to ship that. If it's giving you uh the voucher, we will um give you a special link to use for that. And you can let us know what you're wanting to use it towards if you're wanting to use it right now. And then also again, the address to ship the book. Um, And then I think that was all that I wanted to say about that. Oh yeah, just just make sure that you're checking your spam filters and all that stuff. If you don't receive an email from us, uh, check your spam filters because we will be emailing you at the email that (laughs) <laughs> All right, guys, um, cool. So let's go ahead and spin. So we did voucher, now we're gonna do two more books and then we'll go ahead and move on to our next our next bid review. Okay, so the next winner will be for another book. So we've got two more books we're doing. And I am sharing my screen, so I know you guys can see it. All right, the result is in. Ebony White, congratulations. You have won a book. Congratulations. All right. And then we'll do one more for a book. So congrats to Ebony White. You just won a book. And then... Joe Joseph, congratulations. You have won a book as well. Congratulations. Okay, cool, everyone. So I do see that we have about 85 people live, which is an incredible number. Um, We have around 50 or so entries. So If you haven't entered and you want to, there's still time. Like it's not too late. You can, you can jump in at any time. We probably have a good another hour to do this. Okay. So, um, we're not even halfway. Sarah Maguta says, I don't see my name on the wheel. Checking I've, I'm constantly refreshing. So. Sir, if you don't see it, you can try to enter again. Um, okay, got it. So I just updated the I just updated the wheel, and it added it added um, more entries. Yeah, like it's. I think it's sh- slow to show them. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, bear with me with technology and everything guys. Um, what I'm going to do is before I spin the wheel, I'm going to click refresh. Because it, I tested this beforehand and what it would normally do is it would say, Hey, there's been a few more, uh, entries. You can update them here. And then when there's not, it just leaves a blank. So what I'll do so that I want everybody to feel like that is fair and everything. I will refresh the wheel now every single time before I spin it like I'm doing right now. And that way I don't want any, any sorts of confusion or anything like that. Okay. So that's how we'll manage that. And we'll go ahead and move on to our next bid. We'll review our next bid. And then we're just gonna keep giving away a lot of cool stuff, having fun and celebrating uh, everything that we have to celebrate. And hopefully you guys are celebrating as well. Um, I know it's just December that's getting started, but, as somebody said earlier, it's not, uh, it's not too early to celebrate. So janitorial services for an Indiana project office out of USACE, small business set aside five, six, one, seven, two, zero. Janitorial services, Peru, Indiana. This is a RFQ for janitorial services. We only have one attachment here, one doc. Raven says, why is it buffering? I'm not sure. It's not buffering on my end, but hopefully uh, it, it goes away. So we have an SF 1449 form. The solicitation is 59 pages. We're hit with a base plus four. So this is another five year contract. Great examples of stacking contracts. Um, to build your book of business of service contracts like we recommend in LMM, um, if that's something that you're following and that you're into, these are some good uh, examples. The base tier of the workshop begin with 14 days after the NTP. I mean, here's a great learning lesson, guys. I know a lot of people freak out about, hey, the, the proposal due date was pushed back and then the, the work is literally supposed to start like next month. That's not gonna be enough time to you know mobilize or get things ready with the project. After you win an award, you know, now contracting is going to be more in, in like a marriage with you. So contracting is more kind of like black and white and more difficult to sometimes get a hold of and receive feedback from pre-award and then post-award. They're in the kind of this marriage with you where their success is tied to your success and vice versa. So after you win, there will be at a minimum some sort of a pre-con, pre-con, start of work meeting at which a a NTP, a notice to proceed will be issued. And then they're saying, but the work will not begin prior to January 1st. So even if that NTP was given before then, um, they're saying we're even pushing it back to January. So just know contracting is going to work with you because they're, again, their success is tied to your success. For those of you who get um, a little concerned, I would say when uh, proposal due dates are close to the preset start of works or period of performances. In most instances, those are gonna be uh, adjusted a little bit. Quotes are due on December 11th. Site visits are highly encouraged and I highly encourage you to do site visits as well. It does not mean you necessarily have to be the one in attendance, but as we, uh, we talk about in the book, we even have a site visit uh, checklist, um, as well as in the course best practices, um, you can have your subcontractors attend those site visits. So here is our apparent pricing table. We have a reps and certs acknowledgement box here. Also a little different than we're hit with our PWS with cleaning specifications again this is janitorial services for Indiana project office. Congrats, uh, Tashikwa Mitchell, on just receiving your cage code. That's amazing. And you were celebrating that. That is great. I mean, so for so many, they're kind of get stuck up in that process. So it is really a good mental boost when you finally get issued your cage code. So we have maps, we have clauses, reps and certs, wage determination and i believe this was our only attachment was it not yes it was so they got everything together here in this bid and once again not really seeing too much for the proposal it is going to be driven more by price once again special instructions this is a request for quote is for a purchase order want to check out evaluations Deborah, I did see that the site visit was highly encouraged, they said. Yeah, they didn't say it was mandatory, but you really wanna have whoever's pricing this with you, you wanna have them see the site if at all possible. They give you a map just to represent the square footage. So for this, you're relying on the statement of work to look at the specific duties. Again, cleaning specifications, wastebaskets, floors, counters, tables, desktops, dusting, glass, equipment and and materials. The contractor shall furnish all cleaning equipment, compounds, fluids, rags, disinfectants. The contractor shall also furnish trash bags and paper towels. Often the government has a storage closet with all this stuff and sometimes that's GFE, government furnished equipment that you're able to use. It's important that you don't miss that because they're saying you have to provide all this stuff, which means your price will go up, right? So I believe there would be a few RFIs on this just due to the lack of information. But a lot of that information, like I said, is going to be at that site visit. And I would expect that uh, there would be a number of uh, Q&A posted prior to uh, proposal deadlines for this one that would provide more information as well. But again, we're going to be driven by this over this time period for those specific tasks in the statement of work, and then attending the site visit, submitting RFIs, putting together our proposal for this base plus four janitorial contract. Cool. Thank you, and I've learned so much from you. So thanks a lot for that. You're so welcome, and I'm glad that it helps cool guys so time for (laughs) it's time for what it's time for another giveaway (laughs) it's so funny doing this i mean i enjoy it a lot it's a lot of fun giving stuff away okay so i'm going to refresh first and foremost as i said we're going to refresh the wheel for everybody i want everybody on this wheel who can possibly be on here i don't want anybody missing out So I clicked refresh and saying that everybody who is on live is here. So we are, we are good. So now we're going to do another voucher book book. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do this two more times. So this is the first uh, voucher book book and then voucher book book. And then we'll do voucher grand prize. So that's what we're in for. So this spin is for, let me refresh it one more time. This spin is for the voucher, $500 credit towards the class or the course, including all, uh, it's stackable with all promotions and um, early bird stuff and all that stuff, as we already said. So spinning the wheel. This is for a voucher plus a book, actually. It's voucher plus a book. All vouchers come with the book. I don't want anybody missing the book. So the winner of the voucher plus the book is Tim Daniels Knight. Congratulations, Tim Daniels Knight. We will have you noted for the voucher plus the book. See, I wasn't lying to you guys. See how it says update wheel? Update wheel? I think what's happening is I I believe you have to be on live. I believe if you close out of this, your entry leaves. I've never used this before, I'm not 100%, but these numbers, they keep fluctuating. As you can see live now, it's going up and down, up and down, up and down, and I can have up to 200 people on here for this. We have 29 sad faces, guys. I don't want you to be sad, I don't know why we're sad, but we have like 300 likes and 200 hearts. Okay, so you just want, if you're trying to win, stay on, keep the browser open, do something, because that could be what's going on if you're saying I entered my name, but then it's, it's not here. I'm doing the refresh. I want everybody to have a fair ch- fair chance at this. Okay, so we just gave away a voucher. So I'm going to spin. The spin is for a book. So we got two more spins for two more books. So um okay, Tim Daniels Knight just won. And I removed I removed his entry. So we're actually. Not going to count that one. See entry has been removed. I'm not sure why it's doing that, but we're going to still do two more spins. So this is for a book. And this is Shelly Helms. So congratulations to Shelly Helms on winning the book. I'll update the wheel. I think this would happen. I think people are coming and going, coming and going. And it's, it's kind of just throwing things off a little bit. Um, but that's okay. We have one more spin for a book. Hey guys, I think if you leave and you come back, you have to resubmit. Um, so this is for Darius Porter. Congratulations to Darius Porter on winning a book we will note you for winning a book. Okay, so let's go ahead and look at our next bid. So this is for court reporting and stenotype services. Congratulations, everybody uh, to this point who has won. You will be getting an email from us uh, within 24 hours. So court reporting and stenotype services for the Army, Mick. This is small business set aside five six one four nine two, court reporting and stenotype services. Next code. So there's actual next code for this. This is Fort Knox, Kentucky. Yes, Darius, you won. Congratulations. For attachments, we have solicitation and then we have Q and A. And guys, to be fair, um, the, the book will be, I know it's not the same, but we will have the book uh, for for purchase in January as well. Because I know a lot of people are wanting to, to get the book. So I just don't want anybody to feel you know left out. I know it's not the same as winning the book, right? But it will be priced very affordable, I promise. So for this, we have the SF-1449 form. We're saying the offer shall provide this following information. And this is a uh, addendum to the instruction offers. Okay. Another yet again, another RFQ. I did not plan all these RFQs for today. I promise that. Giving us instructions to complete the SF 1449 form. So this is a price list for the court reporter. So they're saying original transcript, 2000 each total price per page. So they're breaking this down per page. They're also requesting CD DVD breakdowns, show up charges, cancellation charges. So they're allowing pricing for each of these individual areas and this is something guys again this is another great umbrella example the government buys a lot of court reporter services right so if it's not something that in the commercial space that you you are into or you got into govcon is a different game that plays by a different set of rules and what we always say here on the channel and the show is we if you don't have alignment and proof of concept from getting started, meaning if you're offering stuff that the government isn't even buying because you're making assumptions that the government buys everything, right? No, we need to make sure that there are bids that we can actually respond to, you know, including source of sought, pre-sales and solicitations primarily, right? These are all, all evidences to build out our proof of concept that give us an informed decision on, hey, is this something that we want to make as a branch, right? As a pillar inside of our umbrella so that we're not just basing everything just on one thing that the government is buying, but we have a couple, at least two or three stems to our umbrella so that we have bids to bid on year round that we know all have proof of concept that we know the government is buying, that we can, uh, and, and in my opinion, our service contracts, that if you're wanting to legal middleman, you can find teaming partners and subcontractors to work with on that, and then build a book of business of contracts that stack year after year by looking at base and multiple option year contracts so that all by the time of doing all this effort by years, two, three, four, and beyond, all this stuff starts to compound and really swing you into incredible momentum. It doesn't happen overnight, but if you can stay focused and do this for 12, 18 to 24 months of playing the game in this way with this level of focus, as we teach you on the show, I think you could have something very incredible and more important than that, have something that will have, a momentum of its own so that you can achieve the things that really we're all here in govcon to achieve whether it's be your own boss or uh, have a legacy or to uh, let's employ our friends and, and family right give them jobs these are things that i hear all the time um you know veterans that are transitioning out into the commercial space they, they need somewhere to land these are many many of the reasons that i hear financial freedom of course um, part of being your own boss to getting into GovCon, right? And that's that's the formula. That's the pitch. That is an offer that I've seen tested time and time and time again, and also something that started very early on, very early on in my days from my personal experience, but has gone on to be proven so many times um, with just so many of you out there who have done it and I've either worked with or I've talked to or whatever. It's just the opportunity is real and it's there. And that's what we're all about here on the show. So we have pricing Clint's for the recording and transcription based services quantity, one job. We know the breakdown that we already looked at is going to be really the driver for these court reporting individual tasks, right? With the CDs and DVDs and all that, that we, that we saw the per page count. But here they're rolling it up. They're rolling it up to a base plus four. Here we have our delivery schedule. Again, we're seeing a POC. My Santa hat is getting quite hot here, guys. <laughs> Might have to speed up a little bit. I'm going to start sweating. Uh, Mark Rogers out of Fort Knox. There's even a phone number for Mark. They're saying the POP is to start December 18th. Considering the due date on this being December 5th, which is, hey, congratulations, it's today. Uh, so this is more of an example than a something you want to go bid on right now. Um, this will likely, likely be pushed back until after Christmas, until the New Year would be my guess. But I could be wrong. There could be like, you know, a high-level, high visibility case going on where they need these services, and the existing contract is going to end, yada yada. Um, and they're like, hey, we need you in there. It's possible. It's just unlikely that that's what's going to happen with this. It's probably going to get kicked off till next year. They're highlighting our reps and certs um, specifically for covered telecom. Okay. So you're not going to do business with certain companies in China. This is what t- uh, covered telecom is for. Yes. Verticals. Yes. You can send subs to the site visit. You just want to educate them. They should be representing your company, not theirs, especially on the sign-in sheet. Because why? If site visit is mandatory and they put your company name, their company name instead of yours, then you will be precluded from bidding. And then they won't be able to bid either because you wouldn't work with subs. that don't have a cage code. So they need you, you need them and neither of you are approved. So you're dead in the water. So it's, you know, one of those things that we, we teach that's part of, uh, what goes into, uh, say the sub subcontractor site visit checklist that's in the, that's in the book, it's in the course, it's in the class it's one of many things to prepare you to do this statement of work i think we spent a lot of time on this one to be honest specific tasks these are going to mirror really what we saw in that pricing breakdown which is so great just looking to see for the proposal itself they did have a q and a here Always read QA's. read them. Is there an incumbent? Yes. What is the contract number? This contract gave it to you. This is great. So you could actually go and plug this into fpds.gov as an existing um, award number. And and look at these questions, guys. These questions will be a good indicator on who your comp- competition is. It's likely that these three questions came from the same company. I'm just guessing. At least these two go together, um, but it's possible. So it's not necessarily a one for one, like hundred percent indication of the competition on this, but based on the type of questions, like, is there any way you will consider putting this out as a set aside? Um, asking that during the solicitation stage, no no um, disrespect to whoever company this was, but that's not a very informed question to ask during the solicitation bidding uh stage, right? Okay. So this is your competition. Okay. And it looks like there's one, and this is not, again, this is not saying there's only, this is the only company that's going to respond. It's just, there's other companies that might be watching this that didn't submit uh and A, a Q&A, um, questions and RFI, but we're, we're at an, another level than this. Like if you watch Sam Bids live, you just watch our episodes. They're, they're free They're You can go back and start watching from episode one. If you watch those, you will be at a way higher level than a lot of the competitors. Um, and again, you can gauge that by reading the questions that are actually submitted and say, what are they talking about? Like, I know more than this, this company. Yeah, like you, like you probably do. Um, and that's the value of the show here, uh, should point is should give you some confidence that, uh, you, you can start bidding and and winning right on sam.gov as we, as we say. Okay guys, um, I have to let you know formally, uh, as I've indicated, our LMM class, early bird registration ends Friday. And so two points on this, two things I'm gonna talk about on this, and then we're gonna do another giveaway. We'll do voucher book book, okay? After Friday, the price goes up uh, to 2,500, okay? So right now it's down to 2,000. So you're saving $500. But what I'm wanting to tell you is if you've already purchased the course or if you've done, um, say you you got the, the course during Black Friday, we have the course rollover. So if you're in the course, that's a $1,000 value. You can take $1,000 off of this deal, which is already going on, which means it's only another $1,000. Now, I, I know it's a lot of money. Okay. And I'm, I know people are trying to feed their families. I I know. I'm just saying for those of you where this is a, a right time for you, if this is something that makes sense, I don't want you to miss the really good deal. I don't want, you know, the second week of December to come by and say, oh my gosh, I could have got in for a thousand dollars because I already bought the course. That is what's going on only for a few more days. Okay. Um, and then the other thing that I want to point out with this, again, just go to legalmiddleman.com is I will show you The only people who are getting this are early birds. So after the early bird, no one else is getting it. Okay. So this is our swag bag. I don't have everything here with me, but I have a a few of the main items. Okay. So this is, I'm going to ship this out to you. It's not drop shipped. If you could see my room right here, I've got boxes. We've got organizers. We've got bins. We've got this whole place is full of stuff. Okay. To send out to you guys. So I'll be doing all this in-house me and my team. So our swag bag is literally coming as a bag. So it starts out with an awesome branded legalmiddleman.com backpack. Okay. You're only getting the swag bag if you do the early bird by Friday. Inside the swag bag, of course, you are getting the book. So everybody who gets a swag bag gets the book. You don't have to purchase the book. Um, again, these will be going out early January with everything else. So you get the book. And I don't have the copies here. So this is literally like, this is my first copy and this is my latest edition. It's a little bit smaller and the page count went up like 20 pages. It just feels better in your hand. These are the only two copies I have right now. So bag, you get the awesome backpack branded out. You're getting the book as part of the swag bag. We've got minty legal middleman hats. So we're getting hats. These are flexible hats, will fit everybody, but they're small to medium because I know uh, most people, that's typically what they, they range. And I have a small head um, and it barely fits me, so I think it'll fit most people. So you're getting the awesome uh, hat as part of the swag bag. You are getting the book where you did that. You're getting a t-shirt. So everybody who gets this, you will have an opportunity to put your t-shirt size in. You're getting Legal Middleman t-shirt as well as part of the swag bag. And these are It's an incredible brand. It's called Next Level. They're just, these are not cheap. Uh, I could have gotten the cheap ones, um, but these, they last very long time in the wash. Uh, I've done other shirts. This is actually my buddy who owns a t-shirt shop. He does all these himself. And I've got like a couple hundred of them sitting here. So you're getting that as well. So the hat, the book, the backpack, the shirt, and then I have a few other small goodies in here that I won't share with you just to get the mystery up but this is a big part of the swag bag that only those who are getting in the class are going to get shipped out to you and you have to get in by friday of this week so literally three days so i'm super excited about that really cool um and i worked with vista print as our supplier on that in case anybody's um interested in doing anything that yourself something you have going on on the side but that is our swag bag uh, most of it i'll say about 80 percent of it that we will be shipping out to you guys okay And again, that is our early bird class. And on top of that, you're literally saving money. So um, if you bought the course Black Friday, it's just a no-brainer. Okay, I think it's time for another, here we go, another giveaway. So we're doing voucher, book, book. I'm going to hit the refresh I'm going to update the wheel. Seven new participants. The wheel's looking pretty thick. <laughs> I have a large head. No deal. I mean, it's it's pretty stretchy. To be fair, I would challenge you on that to see if it doesn't uh, if it doesn't fit. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to refresh one more time. I don't want any any un, unfairness claims. Okay, wheel's looking thick. For a voucher, the next winner will be, this will be a voucher, $500 towards the course or towards the class plus a book shipped out to you. The winner is Amarok Management. Making sure you guys can see my screen. Congratulations Amarok Management for the voucher plus the book. Remove entry. I need to make sure I remove the entry. Update the wheel, we'll spin two more times for books. Spinning for a book. The next winner of a book is Chief Tech. Congratulations Chief Tech on winning an legal middleman LMM book and they're not even out yet. So all you guys winning the books, are literally the first ones updating the wheel here. I'm gonna refresh it again too for one more book and then we'll look at our next bid. Okay, I think we're updated. One more book. The winner of a book is Eric Muldrow. Congratulations to Eric Muldrow on winning a book. All winners, once again, make sure you check your emails over the next 24 hours. We will email you to get you your prize. You must claim your prize. Otherwise, if we don't hear from you, you won't be getting it. Okay, so for our next bid, we have food waste services at Hawaii commissaries, kind of fun one. And I think any most things with Hawaii is fun. Due December 8th, small business set aside 562111, solid waste collection next code. And this is out of place, uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Congratulations, uh, rick triple seven triple eight. if that is you, congratulations. They're telling us this is for base plus four year options. We have a statement of work. We have solicitation. We have passive performance survey and we have the amendment. So, and then we have Heather and Diana in contracting. So we'll go ahead and look at the solicitation here. 109 pages, solicitation SF-1449 form. This is for Hickam Air Force Base commissary waste removal. So we have pricing cleanse started out with. Most of these, all of these today, uh, I did not plan it that way. They're largely price-driven. So we have these subclins, if you will, where it's 001AA, AB. And they're giving us quantity differentiations here. Dairy product removal for AC. And then we have two and that's at the Keniohe Bay commissary waste removal. And then we'll have the subclins for that AA, AB, AC. Then we have the Pearl Harbor commissary. So we're seeing the locations evolve for double AB, and ac then we have showfield barracks so that's four so it's four locations and then we come over to our option years that will kick in and those will likely kick in for all of those locations so we're gonna that means we're gonna have a lot more pricing cleanse and we'll go ahead and speed through those Uh, yes, you can bid on a contract that's not your primary NAICS code. Yep, you betcha. You can add other NAICS codes to your SAM profile. See, I told you, like, these are all pricing cleans because of all the sub cleans, and then all the sub cleans for the option years, respectively. Again, this is food waste services. I know I haven't been good at answering questions. Today's guys, I I usually am much better at answering everybody's questions. We just have a lot of stuff going on today. So submission of offer, instruction to offers, price. That's the 1449 form, schedule supplies. We just went through that. Literally the first half of the document was that. Container contents sheet must be submitted with the offer. Okay, reps and certs, okay. Submit the following um, down on Bradstreet, which is technically no longer a requirement that's been replaced with the UEI number and then contractor email address. Technical and past performance proposal submission requirements. Technical capability, ability to provide pickups of specific groups identified in your proposal in accordance with regulations, meaning one, two, and three. One, submit a written statement to how your firm will utilize pickup methods Two, submit a statement indicating the frequency of the pickups and then three explain your contingency plan for supporting the stores in times of natural disasters. So this is more getting more into RFP, getting away from RFQ stuff. Okay. So this is literally stuff. uh, This is context and information we would use to build our outline. And then when we get to the proposal writing part of this, we would be plugging and chugging, filling this out, answering these questions. Next, ability to provide proper containers and equipment, number one and number two. So number one is provide a picture or drawing schematic of the type of sealed containers you'll be providing. And then number two, describe your maintenance and cleaning schedule that's uh, gonna be in compliance. So pictures and cleaning schedule. Number three, ability to dispose of the material picked up in an environmentally sound manner, one, two, three, and four. So one, explain the intended use of the material. That's being picked up. Number two, explain how you attract the amount of material that you diverted from the landfill. Number three, what process will you use to notify the government of situations of contamination? What are you going to do in those instances? So then number four, provide an example with a monthly report that your company will be submitting, showing the amount of material that was removed from the facility. Again, we're talking about these food waste services. This, you'll be working hand in hand with your teaming partner slash subcontractor, because they're gonna have that information, not you. And that will typically be the case when you get into, I don't wanna say technical, but when you get into more niche scope related requirements, where you as a prime contractor are, you're not gonna be driving that information. Your teaming partner will be driving the information and then you will be driving how that fits into the contract, into the management of the contract and the communication to contracting, and then that's how your plans will be uh, buttoned up and reflected and communicated in your proposal, and then also to your performance of the contract throughout. And then past performance references. So three past performance references must be submitted that are similar in work, and this is where we will see the two R's typically for recency and relevancy. They are referencing a past performance survey to remind ourselves of our attachments. We do have a survey so we can take a peek at that. This is just two pages and this will be essentially the rating on work that you have done in the past, your subcontractor teaming partner has done in the past by their clients, by their previous projects. And specific questions with answers. And you want them to give good answers. So that kind of goes without saying, but those are typically sent straight back to contracting you don't send those to contracting you don't get to fill out your own report card or at the very least there's not the opportunity that exists for you to fill out your own report card if the client is sending it straight to the contracting officer that's typically how surveys and questionnaires are handled when it comes to past performance we did have an amendment here 110 pages, not a typical amendment where there's just the one pager or the two pager and they tell you what the changes were instead, uh, they're just giving us a hundred, all 110 pages on repeat. I don't see any highlights or uh, there's okay. So they highlighted uh, some labor categories for truck drivers, light, medium refuse collector, the government cannot tell you what to pay your people. Wage determinations do reflect the minimum amount that a uh, person needs to be paid based on the occupation code here, this five-digit code. However, when contracting does a highlight, that can be an indication of a suggestion or what is currently being used in an incumbent contract. I think it's worth an RFI of asking them exactly what does the highlight mean to them because there are a couple of assumptions that could be made and we don't want to make assumptions. And contracting knows the answer, so might as well just ask them the question. Here they're talking about alternate proposals. The agency is encouraging the submission of alternate proposals, specifically if the com- combining of two or more groups will result in a reduction of costs. We talk about this on occasion, but if you or your teaming partner have a better way of doing this, that's gonna be uh, more advantageous to the government or contribute to a better overall value to the government, meaning a lower price or just a better uh, approach that's gonna be you know, more efficient, more effective, what have you, you do an alternate proposal, which means you give the government what they're asking for in the primary proposal, and then you submit an alternate proposal with what those outside options are. And that way, with the primary proposal, the government can still evaluate your proposal apples to apples in comparison to the requirements and to the competition. But then with the alternate proposal, they can say, oh, geez, God, I didn't even think about that. Like this is actually better than what our engineer or what our PM in the back told us to write up, we're seeing, you know, for example, how much is going to be diverted from the landfill. If you've got like a way better way of doing it, that's going to be more advantaged to the government, then heck yeah, they want to hear it. And that's what alternate proposal suggests. And they're saying formally now, so if they select one of those alternate proposals, then people aren't going to protest and whine and cry and say, well, I I didn't know we could do that because, you know, you asked for this. So we just gave you, you know, what, what you asked for. Right. And we did a good job at it. Well, they did say out front, there are alternate proposals being accepted as well. And they have the right to consider those, which means put all your cards on the table. There's no holding back, which also means if this is something that you and your teaming partner, can do as a strategy, or if this is you as a strategy, as a prime can, you know, just ask as you're bidding on these contracts and say, you know, hey, is there a better way of doing this? If there is, and you're looking at a solicitation where alternate proposals are open, this could be your competitive advantage. This could be your winning differentiator right here because I can tell you, most are not going to submit an alternate proposal. And I'm not saying that you have to, because it may not be advantageous for you to do so, but if that opportunity does exist, it could be a string, a winning string that you can learn to play on. So we don't always get to talk about these Um, on occasion we do. So now here's the valuation factors. And they're literally mirroring this to what we looked at in the evaluation factors. And for past performance, it's going to be pass/fail, either acceptable or not acceptable. And you want to use these evaluation factors to build up your proposal. So, you know, use the instruction offers to write the thing out and build it, and then with in. You wanna use evaluation factors when you're writing it as well, but especially when you're doing your review, you wanna look at this like you're grading it or whether you're doing red team or you're just having another person, another informed GovCon person look at this. You wanna look at it under the scrutiny of the evaluation factors specifically and the rating systems that they're giving you, whether it's pass fail or if it's some sort of uh, sliding scale to how would you grade yourself to the actual criteria that they've given you? Cause that's what they're gonna be doing. Surprisingly, they're saying this is gonna be LPTA. They just have one heck of a LPTA on this, meaning to be technically acceptable, you have to hit on a lot of those things that they've spelled out. Then and only then will your price be considered. Okay, guys and gals, I think we'll go ahead and wrap that one up. And we have time for one more giveaway everybody. We have one more giveaway and on the one more giveaway we have a voucher and we have our grand prize. So what is our grand prize? Our grand prize is is it's a $1000 value. So it's full fully being fully vested in the course. So whoever wins the grand prize will win the course plus a book, but the course is $1000. So you can get in the course for free because that is the going price. And then if you're also wanting to do the rollover, then you get that thousand dollars to roll over that you didn't even have to pay so it's one heck of a deal if you're wanting to do the rollover and get the the swag bag and everything plus the book and if not you just want to get in the course for free you'll get the course for free you'll get the book for free okay and then if you want to roll it over you can roll it over if not you are um you don't have to you know do anything else other than that so that will be the grand prize but first we will spin for another voucher. Again, the voucher is $500 credit plus a book. So let me refresh. This is super important, super duper important. So I just refreshed. I'm gonna also hit update the wheel, eight new participants on the wheel. Just gonna refresh one more time. (laughs) Come on, big money. (laughs) Right. Okay. So right now we're going to spin for the voucher. Let's go. The winner of the voucher is Raven Bay. I think, I don't know if you did asterisks or if it filtered that out as, um, as fun words, we'll call them, but Raven Bay, congratulations. You won the voucher. Congratulations. I want to refresh one more time and this will be the last giveaway for the day and it will conclude the episode. And it will be our final episode for the year, as I said so good luck to everybody this is for uh again it's thousand dollar value free in the course or if you want to roll over the thousand dollars into the class it's a thousand dollar credit massive plus the book and then if you get into the class you're also getting the swag bag for free as well i'm just doing one last refresh okay for all the marbles And congratulations to all the winners and congratulations to everybody who even didn't win. Um, Christina Sanders. Christina Sanders, congratulations. You won the grand prize. Woohoo! You've got the $1,000 value, you got the course, you got the book. Um, we will be emailing and contacting everybody via email, especially for the vouchers if you're wanting to use them um, or whatever you want to do with them. We'll uh, get you whatever you need. So, congratulations, Christina Sanders for the grand prize guys this was so much fun um and I'm, I'm so grateful for you guys to all hanging out we had almost 100 uh, people hanging out with us all day today um congratulations to all of the winners um we will be taking a break over the next couple weeks for the holidays we will start uh, january strong with new sam Bids live episodes um, but this will be the last episode for this year. Uh, again, for those of you who purchased the course and you want to roll that over into the class, you definitely want to do that before the prices go up on Friday. LegalMiddleman.com for more information on that. And for all the winners, make sure you check your email. You'll get an email from support at Um, It'll either be today or tomorrow. Um, so if you don't see it today, don't freak out because we're super busy on the back end here still. Um, uh, just watch for that email from us. And we do have a log for all the participants email, so don't worry about that. So congratulations, everybody. Have a happy, uh, happy new year. Have a merry, merry Christmas, very merry Christmas. Um, this was so much fun to be able to do this giveaway. And I really appreciate you guys being part of the community. You're so special to me. Uh, and you know it's just so cool to make an impact in all of your lives and GovCon. But for me, this is more than GovCon. And I know for a lot of you, this is more than government contracting as well. Um, it's a community, it's a place of belonging. And it's just a place to be surrounded by like-minded folks that are doing the same thing, that are motivated, wanting to change their lives, make things, um, take things to the next level. And that's that's truly a blessing to me. So I appreciate all of you for being here. Congratulations, to everybody. And um, yeah, we'll see you all at the start of the new year. So take care, everybody. We'll go ahead and sign off now. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy everything that we're celebrating. And we'll see you all very soon. Thanks, guys.